Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey y'all, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready for this hot tea we got. What's up, fellas? What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. What's up, Q? Hey y'all, I'm um <laughs> I'm feeling real good tonight. And you know, when I feel like this, we end up getting in trouble. So <laughs> Is this, yep. is this edible induced? No, 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 no. It's it's it's. I'm just having a manic episode today, so I, I'm having an extreme high, uh, ooh, ooh. and I'm feeling really good. So ain't no telling what's gonna come out of my mouth tonight. You well, talked about that on on your Instagram about your manic depression and seasonal. Mm -hmm. What do you mean it's real high? Does that mean it's real, real good and you're happy, but you can Yeah, go so it's, it's uh, for those who suffer, you know, I, I, I make no qualms about it. I am um, suffer with, I'm manic depressive and I have anxiety issues. And, so, and some days I wake up and just the, the chemistry of my brain, I just have extreme highs. Like it's just naturally an extreme high. You feel really good. The only downside for me when I feel like this is that typically my extreme highs are followed by extreme lows. So, okay. you know, I, I have to enjoy this moment in the moment because it kind of really, it, it will be doom and gloom in the next day or two. Do you ever get medication for this or therapy? I'm on meds. Yeah. Does mm -hmm. it help I, a lot? I, I, it does. I have to get them adjusted every now and again, but I, I am mm -hmm. on meds. All mm -hmm. right. Well, I'm glad you are. And we are grateful that we have you on a up on a good on a on a good note on, on a high manic. Are y'all drinking tonight? Oh, are we combining alcohol with, with said mood swings? Uh, uh, no, I did go to Hillstone earlier and had two margaritas before the show, uh -oh. but those those wore off. You know, I'm just having a little sweet tea mixed with lemonade tonight. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going out tonight after we're done with the girls. They're actually filming some reality stuff here in Dallas, and I think Dallas is going to be the next city to pop with that kind of stuff. So we're going to cross our fingers. Al, are you drinking tonight or not? Uh, yeah, I'm back in Los Angeles, and so I am back with my buttery Chardonnay, everybody. I'm just going to say this, Claudia. If Dallas does become the new hotspot for reality TV, and I think Houston might be too, mm -hmm. please be prepared for everything you love in the Black space to turn into Atlanta. You know, everybody walking around trying to be somebody and be something like I, I figured it out. That's what became the problem with Atlanta. I, I feel you. I think the difference, though, I think people in Dallas really do already have it. Where mm. I felt like there was a lot of scammers in Atlanta. Not that there isn't real wealth out there. There is. But you could actually look wealthy in a $300,000 house in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. They're fly out here. But I hope you're wrong. I hope you're not right, because I don't want the city turning into that. All right, y'all. Um. Uh, hey, Zay said, thanks for sharing, Q. This is common. More folks, uh, it's more, it's common and more folks should talk about it. 
Indeed, indeed. I always talk about it. And anybody who's got questions about it, feel free to DM me. Um, it's not one of those things that I'm shamed about or whatever. I talk about my seasonal depression where it just gets cold and out of nowhere, I can't get into bed. I'm bundled up. So it happens. I love talking about it because we need to spread awareness in the black community about mental health. And then I, now y'all got an idea as to why I'm so damn crazy sometimes because I'm legitimately crazy. Well, you have a pass. Uh, Tamara Day says, I get it funky. Thank you for the transparency. Our mania drives that creativity. Mm-hmm. And Tiara Brand said, question would you, for Claudia, would you join Real Housewives of Dallas? I was uh, interviewing for them. Uh, I was up for it right when um, I got Fox Soul the same week. So I said, hey, I could do it, but I would only be available to you guys on the weekends. And they were like, no. So, all right, let's get into these topics. Enough about us. Let's get into the topics. Rapper party, writer really, open up about the cheating allegations made by his ex-girlfriend, Megan Thee Stallion. When asked if he cheated, he asked, oh, what's cheating? Although party claims he was never physically intimate with anyone else, he did hide inappropriate text messages from Megan, which does not, which he does not consider cheating. How do you feel about this, Al? Mm, so is he saying that uh, Megan is lying? Because she's saying in the rap that she called him in in bed where she sleeps. That's interesting. But you know what? Let me tell you what I figured out. And I've never noticed this before. Party is a handsome dude. Like he can production. Can you put that picture of him back up? He's a pretty handsome dude. Um, however, I don't know how I felt about this interview. It, it's it's given me what I've talked about in the past. I got to get used to this new age of of male stars and influencers talking about their relationships. I'm used to women talking about their relationships, but I'm not really used to men. And then in this case, all that hemming and hawing that he was doing, honestly, I didn't believe him. Let me ask you a question, Al. When you say you're not used to men, in your opinion, Mm -hmm. does that make him sassy? Is that that what you're... I I just want to know, like, deep down inside, are you calling him sassy? No, uh uh-uh. No, because from what I understand... Sassy is, like I said before, a politically correct way of calling somebody gay or a faggot. Uh-huh. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I got to get used to this this kind of new platform that men are actually now speaking into their experiences mm-hmm. with various uh, entertainers. And, and, mm-hmm. and I've just never seen that before the last couple of years now, and especially with access to live and, and, and Instagram and all that great stuff. But you know what, to your point, I uh, I was thinking about this in the car as I was riding over because you always say that on the show. You got to get used to it. And I actually like it. And I want to tell you why, Claudia and, and the ladies out there, you may not like what I'm about to say. I actually like that the men are speaking more because it kind of takes away some of the power that the women have in that space. Like oftentimes women have been the only ones who have license to being able to get on public forums and talk about their relationships and and their feelings and it, and it 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 leaves a whole gap in information in my opinion when it comes to men and what it is men go through in the relationship space now before i throw it over to claudia as it relates to the story at hand he's full of essay and then your gut response is well-defined cheating. Whatever the hell it is you did, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> whatever it is you did, it was wrong. And sending inappropriate text messages, that's cheating. If you cannot sit in the bed while your lover is on your chest watching Hallmark movies and text whatever it is you were texting, 
it was cheating. And then it leads one to believe, okay, whatever it is you were texting, um, maybe it did not get all the way to the physical, but that's always the intention when a man and a woman are exchanging intimate text messages. The end game is to always hook up party. So miss us with the B. Oh yeah, you were just talking with a woman with no intentions of doing anything with said woman in the future. Claudia? I remember when we talked about this and me and y'all, me versus y'all got into a whole thing about, you know, hey, you can't tell someone how to respond when they come to you first. So this man did all of this, made a whole entire song, and now he's going on an interview tour off the back of this song only to say that, yes, she he was cheating. And I think it's a word, it's a game of semantics here. I really do. I think it's he's getting off on the technicality. Well, I didn't really, well, what is cheating? I think, listen, I like Party and I loved her. I love Megan and Party together. I, I don't hate on him at all. And I, I wish they can get back together because I really like them together. And I love how he was down for her when she was going through all that stuff she went through. But I don't like that you played in our faces with a whole song over one bar where she never mentioned your name. If Megan Thee Stallion is such a whore where everyone wants to say she is and keep track of her bodies, she could have been talking about a, a relationship before him. She's talking. The song was about her mental health. The song was not about party per se. The song was about her mental health in general. And I felt like it was a bit much. OK, argument to be made. We can't say how he should feel. Maybe he's like, well, he, but this shows us. There was a guilty conscience there for him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just was like, mm -hmm. you did all that. Now, if he would have said, no, I never cheated. And guess what? I would just have to shut the hell up and just take the L on this one. But no, you were cheating. And yeah, come on, party. All right, y'all. Krishan Rock was on Instagram Live claiming that she found gay porn in Blueface's search history. She said, I don't want no fruit loop, fruity loop raising my kid. Do you think people need to stop outing others as a comeback? And I wonder when she found this. It was it when she's tattooing his face on her neck? Or was it like, I don't know. Q, uh, Q, what do you think about this? So first of all, I don't believe it at all. Uh, and I just don't believe it at all. And then, you know, there's no outrage around this because at the end of the day, the people who actually follow Krishan Rock are the bottom of the barrel of the black community anyway you have to be there's just no way anybody who has any semblance of decency or education is entertained by this Krishan stuff um but i want to know what it is you're trying to say about a fruity loop uh raising your child let me tell you something i'd rather a man be 10 sissies in fact and this goes to demonstrate what the problem is oftentimes in the black community a lot of times y'all rather somebody be a thug, a gangster, a felon, a convict, or uh, you know what I'm saying, a child molester. Y'all would much rather a black man be anything other than gay. In this instance, I would much rather my I would much rather blueface be gay than the list of all the other things. He is. Um, but guess what, Krishan? Just like you don't want a fruity loop raising your child, we don't want his ass part of our fruity loop community. You can have him. All right. Al, what do you think? Hmm. Uh, I'm like Q of A, I don't believe it, but this is a this is a bigger conversation. What I want to know is why is it that women do this all the time? 
Whenever they want to get even, whenever they want to degrade someone, whenever they really want to hurt someone, they say he's, he's gay. gay. He's gay. This is getting old, women. And especially, and we know they do it more in our community than they do it in any other community. This is getting really, really tired and it's old. And not only is it tired and it's old, but in this particular case, it's homophobic and it is anti-gay at its highest form. And it's also dangerous. And at best, Krishan, or however you say your name, it's lazy. It's lazy. And it's an easy out for either of you taking responsibility for the ridiculousness that's going on in their lives. And a child is now a part of this, and that's what scares me the most. So, Krishan, this ain't it. Sorry, beautiful. And I, I just find it very, very insulting that you would say something like that, something so homophobic and so anti-gay, considering who some of your best fans are. I think in their little worlds, remember when Blueface came out and he was like asking his son, is he gay? And he was making such a big deal out of it. I think this was her way of jabbing him with the thing he's so against. He's so macho. She thought this would hurt him. I don't even think she's that deep to even think that I'm being homophobic. I think she's just ghetto as hell. Listen, I was rooting for her, but I think she's like, well, the thing you hate the most, I'm going to say it's you. Listen, I'm not one to say I don't think there was gay porn on this film. There may very well have been. I don't know about that. That's really none of my thing. I don't know what's in Blueface's phone, <laughs> but I'm with y'all. I will say this. Um, I would rather a classy, intelligent, uh, responsible gay man raise that child than what the hell we're seeing now. This baby's back. I'm surprised it's not broken the way it gets snatched up and brought out in cold weather. It's always like laying in someone's arm like this. The baby always looks like... The baby has not had peace since it's been here. So if a gay man brings that baby peace, then let the gay man help that baby. And, and I want to say one other thing, Claudia, because y'all women out there on a different blog than even on Fox Soul, y'all ate me up when I made the comment that Krishan needed a baby like she needed a hole in her head. Oh, fuck it, I need one. You don't know. A baby could make her better. How dare you say that? Then y'all literally, how you saying she need a hole in her head? What kind of man are you? This baby was supposed to make her so much better, child. It was supposed to make her so much better. We still wait. Quiet as a skeleton. The baby don't make Carlissa worse. It don't make Blueface worse. It don't make the Mexican baby mama worse. The baby made it, not the baby, them having the baby made it all worse. I'm a politician, people. Y'all better stop banning abortions out here in these streets. I'm just saying, because not everybody, not saying she should have aborted it, but I'm saying some people should not need be. access to it. <laughs> we need access to it. All right. On the topic of sexuality, a person who identifies as I'm tired, you guys, y'all. Try gender. Try gender. Spoke out. This person identifies as male, female, and non-binary, which I think is a contradiction. Uh, watch this clip. I tend to validate my masculine side in my actions rather than my looks. So, for example, I will hold the door open for people, no matter their gender. I also tend to take the lead in relationships, um, whether that be simply a friendship or a group project or even romance. I don't have much of a problem taking initiative. Funky, I can't. Let me let me tell y'all something. I am a proud card carrying member of the LGBTQ community and since the third grade. And I am here to tell y'all 
Do not get mad with the community with this foolishness. We don't support this, okay? This is not, I repeat, this is not 99% of the LGBTQ community. These are these weirdo freaks on the fringe that are looking for attention. And I'm sorry, if she was in proximity of me and all my gay friends and lesbian friends, we would beat her up, okay? Because you're making it bad for us. You're making it bad for those of us who are really out here. First of all, she's in one of the best positions she could ever be. She's a white woman. All right. She's in one of the best social positions somebody could ever be in. And you make it hard for the rest of us doing all this. Straight and heteros. I know at times y'all get tired of us, but please stand down. This is not something that the general gay community supports. And this is not how we feel. I am gay and I am so confused by all this crap that was coming out of her mouth. But I repeat, this is not the general community and this is these freaks and these outliers on the side who are looking for attention. And I believe she's trying to hijack the movement. Connor Wellington said she was she just wants some attention. Poor thing, bless her heart. Um, KH said she's not gay. She's crazy. It's giving multiple personality disorder because how you... Don't even try to figure it out. I'm, I'm done. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Al, are you exhausted as we are? What do you think about this? Yeah, I'm, I gotta, I gotta agree with Q on this one. I, I'm glad Q said this because I was confused. Um, at first, I was confused because she said male, female, and non-binary. So what she's saying, Claudia, is just to clear it up. One day she feels like a man. One day she feels like a woman, and one day she doesn't feel like either. So there are days that she can. You know, alternate in between. So I had to clear that up too, because I thought she was saying non-binary because non-binary means that you're neither. So how can you be all of those? Um, I don't know, this almost felt like an abuse of the movement and a mocking of the movement. And I think that's the sentiment that Q is sharing with us. And that's where we're, we're hitting all his passion. And I'm glad he's saying it because at this day and time, we're all out here trying to understand what, what all these terms mean. We also are trying to be respectful of each other as they relate to their pronouns. But this right here, it was so confusing. I'm back to square one. And I don't want to be back to square one. I want to respect everyone's rights. But at the same time, I don't like this feeling of being like you're mocking or you're abusing the movement. And that's kind of what this feels like. It's giving weirdo weirdo that wants attention, socially awkward. But let me know, I'm not socially awkward or unattractive. I'm just non-binary. I'm just neither. I'm twin flame. I'm this. No, you're just weird with blue teeth and blue mouth and unattractive. And I just think you're just hijacked. Like now you have it. You feel like a sense of belonging to a community that you probably really don't live that life. That's what you're giving me. And you do make it frustrating for us to really understand because you're making it like, you don't understand what you are, but well, we got to be up on everything. You are uh, hijacking and throwing a monkey wrench into the movement. Mm -hmm. Have a seat, lady. Coming up, a pastor's wife, life takes an unexpected turn. And later, a woman discusses what she hides from her man. Mm -hmm. Keep it here. We'll be right back. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care 
a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. Let's see how many soulmates in the chat because y'all be thinking we pre-record every day and we are not. 4,000. You better call your friends and your cousins to get these numbers up. Is that right? No, that can't be right. All right, uh, let's get to the stories. A pastor in Brazil has transitioned into an OnlyFans content creator. 36-year-old Anna Akiva said she feels closer to God than ever and she believes she can return to church in the future. Do you think there's an appropriate lifestyle change for a pastor? What are your thoughts, Al, as our resident churchgoer and religious person? Because Q and I are heathens. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this story? I think these people better stop playing with God. That's what I think. But you know what? Every relationship with Christ can be different because it's personal. So it could be one way today and another way tomorrow because she has she has the ability to repent and ask for forgiveness. I don't like these type of stories, though. It, it feels like that's making mockery of the church. And it's also saying or pointing in that direction that you and Q often reference, which is the, the corruption and, and how sometimes the church house could be worse than, you know, the actual streets. But in her case, Baby, do what you have to do. Understand that you have to pay for it. In the end, you have to repent. You have to ask for forgiveness. But it sounds like to me that she needs the money. And if she needs the money and she's allowing money to to trump her faith, and this is what she has to do, this is what she has to do. Um, Al's Peach Pocket, that's someone's actual name in the chat. They said, not busted open, a busted open Baptist, they said. And Miss Riri said, the cost of living is high. This ain't hurting nobody. Uh, Q, what do you think? Well, listen, if she need money, I don't understand why she just don't steal it from the church like the rest of the damn <laughs> pastors do. As far as Al talking about repentance and, you know, forgiveness, I don't think that she needs to ask, you know, you know, implying repentance or forgiveness suggests that there's something wrong with doing OnlyFans. Listen, I'm very liberal. Do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting anybody. Period. Hard stop. However... In my liberalism, I also do believe that there is just a certain level of decorum that you have to carry when you are part of certain organizations or you hold certain positions. As liberal as I am, you will never be able to convince me that it is appropriate for a pastor to do OnlyFans in a sexual manner. Again, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's inappropriate based on her job title. It's 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 just not right. Yeah. And she knows it. And there's no way around it. And to be quite honest, she's beautiful. I'm leaning towards maybe God put you on this earth to do OnlyFans and not be a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Or put pastoring... Now that you've got an introductory in the past, save that for when you're 60 and you need some money. But right now, girl, get your OnlyFans on. The Lord will understand, but leave the church out of it. And so D'Angelo said, this is what happens when the church members don't tithe. And Charles A.G. said, every orgasm gets her closer to her God. Good luck with that. All right, y'all. Speaking of questionable life choices, a father was arrested after leaving his children in the car 
as he bar hopped and got drunk, the children of all ages two were ages two and six. When firefighters got to the car open, they got the car open. The children told them that they were starving. Can you believe this? Al, what do you think about this? Oh, man, this is just so sad. We know that he went through a divorce a couple of days. He learned of his divorce a couple of days before he got kicked out of a couple of bars for being too drunk, according to I to eyewitness. I just thought it was unfortunate. I thought it was silly and I thought it was irresponsible on so many ways. Not only did he jeopardize his kids safety, he also jeopardized them being hungry and not, you know, uh, uh, neglecting them and feeding them. And lastly, but not least, if you got kicked out of two bars for being too intoxicated, intoxicated how did you plan on driving those two innocent kids home that means you were going to put yourself in another pinch which was driving drunk and I, I, all of it says irresponsible all of it says rightfully so you should go to jail all of it says rightfully so you're not prepared to be a father by yourself all right q you want to know what's funny when people have a distorted view of responsibility, right? Like this man legitimately put these kids in the car because he was like, I can't leave them home. So I want to put them in the car. And you know what? By some level of flawed logic, it makes sense. My issue is not even that the children were in the car. My issue is that the children were in the car hungry. And my issue is that he got drunk. Now, he was just going bar hopping and the kids was in the car with the windows down, with the iPads, watching TV. I might have gave him a pass because I because I would have said, you know what? He could have left them home and they burnt the house down. At least if they in the car, he could dip his head out every now and again and make sure they're all right. But the kids can't be hungry and you can't be in the car drunk, Papa. Why not just drop them off at their mother's house? for the night and go drinking. I don't understand why you did this. Maybe I think this screams a man that does not want custody of his kids. Mm -hmm. Because once he was divorced, he's like, maybe they got split custody joint. And he's like, I really don't want this. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, give them to the mama. Then you can go drink and do what you got to do. All right. New York's Bellevue Hospital is under fire after performing weight loss surgeries on prisoners. These surgeries have resulted in claims of malnourishment, and other complications. Now it's been reported that allegedly the more surgeries the doctors perform, the higher their wages become. This is a crazy story that people on the outside that would love to get weight loss surgery can't get it. And people in prison get it via our taxpayer dollars. Al, what are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was interesting. Like uh, there's a whole process that you have to go through before you get this type of weight loss surgery. So I feel like there's so many different holes, loopholes in this particular story that we don't know about. But I did research it. And you know what? In the New York Times, they actually covered that this particular hospital did 3,000 weight loss surgeries last year. And two surgeons went on the record for saying that they used to race to see how many could get the surgeries done before the end of the year. So they did perform a number of these surgeries. And, and, and some of the surgeons used to race to see who could perform it the better and the most. 
that's kind of sickening to me. Now, as it relates to, are they using the prisoners as, as, as samples or as case studies, or is this really prisoners who had identified as or morbidly obese and a healthy a health concern in the prisons are given the option and they chose? So I need to know a little bit more information before I can make a wise comment on this one. They did surgery on one guy that was 300 pounds. Like that to me does not qualify unless the person was four feet tall and, um, you know, when you get this kind of surgery, you have to, the aftercare for this is very intensive. You can't just go back to eating prison food and rotten fish and, you know, the nonsense that they eat in prison. Like you have to have a very strict diet when you get off this. Like, this is crazy. Q, what you think about this? You know, so I think I have always said there are just a few categories of life where you should not be incentivized financially, health, education, Prisons, I don't believe in private prisons. Is how do you make more money? You make more money by getting more prisoners. You know what I'm saying? There, there are just certain situations in life where it should be against the law for you to be incentivized financially. And because it's just human nature. I read in the article that the hospital makes $11,000 per person that they do the surgery on. By incentivizing people this way, of course, the more surgeries I do, the more money I'm going to make. Of course, that puts me in a situation where, you know what, Claudia, she might be on the verge of qualifying a few salads and she'll be good. But you know what? I'm just going to fudge her right on through. Or, oh, this person's blood pressure might be a little elevated, but you know what? I'm just going to fudge them right on through because you have financial incentive to do so. Secondly, let me tell you something. Anybody who go to prison, fat, trust me, if they stay there long enough with that garbage that they feed them damn people, they will not be fat by the time they get out. You do not need bariatric surgery in prison. And secondly, it's just socially just a slap in the face for people out there who really need the surgery. And you mean to tell me all I need to do is throw a brick through a damn glass wall at Macy's and go to prison for a month and I can get on the list and get the doggone surgery? Like, it, it, it's just not right. And somebody's ass needs to go to jail and there needs to be changes in laws to prevent incentivizing people for doing things like this. Chris Hoop said, oh, my God, definitely reminds me of when doctors would experiment on slaves, put them in jail. And um, Tierra Chica said, wow, the kickbacks are crazy. Believe it. It's easier to get the prisoners because the insurance companies aren't looking at it in detail. And Ty show, uh, Tati Show You De Leon says, my mom's job does tummy tucks, breast lifts and BBL for research. So I get it. Mm. Okay, all right. Coming up next, a woman discusses what she hides from her man and later find out what we would do in crazy situations. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) 
Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. I love that feeling of walking up in the, waking up in the morning completely refreshed and ready to take on the day. But if you're a hot sleeper, it might not always be like that. So if you're not in the camp of waking up like a sticky hot mess, you're not alone. Now, if that sounds familiar, GhostBed is here for you. As the makers of the coolest beds in the world, GhostBed is your go-to for cooling mattresses, cooling pillows, and even cooling bedding. From their signature ghost ice fabric to patented technology that adjusts with your body temperature, every ghost bed mattress is designed with cooling in mind. Now, whether you want a plusher mattress that cushions your shoulders and hips or a firmer option with exceptional support, your ghost bed will keep you cool and comfortable all night long. Now, for a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off all ghost bed mattresses, adjustable bases and frames, pillows, sheets, and more. 50% off site-wide, y'all. Limited time only. Use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T to take advantage of their offer. That's www.ghostbed.com slash T with promo code T. Promotional consideration is furnished by Ghostbed. Fellas, I finally got my Ghostbed pillow. I know that was a running joke in the chat. I got it. It's on my bed. It's very firm. I do love my Ghostbed pillow. It's very dense. Um... I can now co-sign with y'all, Funky. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you still enjoying your products? I definitely enjoy my Ghostbed pillow. Uh, hey, Justin. Uh, the uh, what I love the most, you know, and it's funny, and I hope I'm not stealing Al's talking point. Al often talks about the cooling effect of it, and now, you know, when I get in my bed late at night and I'm not sleeping on my Ghostbed pillow, I, there's something that's always off. I'm like, I'm missing the coolness. Of and I have to start shuffling around in the dark looking for the pillows to find my ghost bed pillow because I just love that cooling feeling. As I'm getting older, I guess I'm going through the change and I'm starting to get hot at night. So I definitely love the cooling feature of the ghost bed pillow. Not the change. Al. I'm going through the change, Chess. <laughs> I'm like you on this. It's the cooling effect for me that's really amazing, especially if you sleep on your stomach. Or if you're a hot sleeper, and I'm both of those. So if you sleep on your stomach, you really find a lot of calmness and coolness in the bedding because it has that cooling effect. And especially on the pillow, if you're a hot sleeper around your neck and head, you really do feel the effects. And it's very soothing for someone like myself who deals with headaches and also occasional snoring. So ghost beds are definitely a thumb up across the board for me when it comes to nighttime sleeping. All right, shout out to Ghostbed. Let's get back to some more topics. Hold hey, on, Claudia, before we get to no topics. Al, you sleep on your stomach. <laughs> Face down, answer. Ooh. <laughs> I, I do what I said. I do what I said. It. I do what I said. It. I all that listen. It. <laughs> Al, you are a burglar's dream. All that booty. Okay. TV in the chat said only weird people sleep on their stomachs. I like to sleep on my stomach sometimes. I can't do it. It makes my spine hurt. It's hurt. It, I can't do it for long. It starts to hurt my neck. Mm. It hurts your neck, Al, when you be like arched back like that. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't. I've never been able to fall asleep just sleeping on my back. I, it, I'm, I'm, it keeps me awake too long. Oh, wow. That's yeah. what Al got all that booty. So his pelvis be real high. <laughs> all that booty he's laying on. We don't have that problem with our butts. All right, y'all. A woman discussed how she stays cute for her man. Watch this clip. I'll wait until he falls asleep for me to put my bonnet on. And I'll wake up before he even thinks about waking up. And I'll remove my bonnet, brush my teeth, 
put on some perfume, wash my kitty cats, and wait for him to wake up. Hey, babe, I just woke up like that. All right. Well, we did some digging on this woman uh, and spilled the tea. People on Instagram did this. Uh, a Twitter user wrote, apparently... She had a baby by a married racist white sugar daddy who didn't even come see their child being born. And she is currently single. Don't listen to her. Her life is a mess. God damn. Damn, Instagram. You can't let people live when they make these comments. Damn. <laughs> it was, I saw the post. It was like five slides. It was like, oh, my God, leave her alone. What do you think about all this, Q? What do you think? All she trying to tell people is she don't. Put her bonnet on. She liked to be sexy for her. You, you, well, well, you know what? The, the, everything that you said, wealthy, racist, sugar daddy, that lends itself to what I was prepared to say about her. Um, Y'all look at her and see somebody that's foolish. I look at her and see somebody that's sad. Because what her message says to me is that the only thing she feels that she has to offer the world is physical beauty. And she is leaning into that 9,000%. By no stretch of the imagination can you call her ugly. She's a beautiful girl. And unfortunately, she's one of those women who, you know, and I don't know if she was raised that way because I do know that there are families where moms and grandmas pass down this type of thing to their daughter, but it's giving me that the only thing in her mind that she feels she has to offer a man is physical beauty. Good points. Al, what do you think? Um, I have to disagree with Funky on that one. I can understand his, his his stance on it, but you know, being from the South and 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 understanding how some people interpret the Southern Bell, they always want to present beautiful to their man. So I, I Without knowing her backstory, without knowing all that, I don't have a problem with a woman who always wants to make sure her man thinks she's beautiful. Uh, is this a little extreme? Absolutely. But, you know, keeping things fresh, keeping things cute, keeping things pretty, keeping things smelling good, keeping things clean. I can't say that I can say no to that. I like it. I like it. I like it. I think that's good in a relationship if you like someone, but I don't think it's realistic if you love someone. If you love someone, like I remember, you know, there would be times I would go to bed and my hair would not be wrapped. And, you know, my guy would say, you're going to wrap your hair. And I thought that was so like, that was like, you love me because you care about what I'm going to have to deal with in the morning. Now, to be fair to him, I would sometimes not wear it and not wrap my hair so I could go to bed sexy sometimes and have the hair out. You know, I think I think it's balanced. But to always be like that, that's got to be exhausting for her. You know, and, I want to. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. She probably just leads with her looks, like you said. And you know, Al, I want to challenge something you said, right? Because you're right in in the South, we do get that a lot about the women always stay pretty for your man, yada 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 yada. But let's dig a little deeper. Why is that? Because they've been taught that if you don't, your man will leave you. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. always want to stay pretty for to keep them interested. So it's still rooted in this. The only way to keep a man is to, to look beautiful all the time. So that that's why for me, it's just problematic. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Your man should you. want you. Your man should want if you're held like a damn bird's nest and you got black raccoon eyes, your man should still want you. <laughs> I you know, I get it. You you know, I get it cute, but I like the whole concept of always keeping it fresh and sexy and, and mix it up. It's okay. You don't have to not wear the bonnet all the time, but sometimes just be sexy. You know, wake up and, and have the lipstick on, have the hair done for him. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think it's anything wrong for a man doing the same thing. I I, I just like like it. I used to have this aunt who was just always so pretty and I, she just she just inspired all the women in the community too and at church to you know lift the level up a little bit and there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to always be put together but try not to just not give a damn it's those that just don't give a damn that's kind of where I'm like uh and then you wonder why you know maybe your sex life is not as as robust or why you may be single and don't have a man I think it's all in moderation. And the, the the with the digging that was done, they said it was a racist white man. So he she's definitely pandering to a man that is not going to be sympathetic to a bonnet or a scarf. Mm-hmm. So she's got to play that white woman mm-hmm. for his fetish. She's clearly dealing with white men. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, find out what we would do in crazy situations. And later, find out the unexpected item that thieves stole from a porch in Memphis. The story is nuts. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. All right, soulmates, have y'all ever thought about how you handle yourselves if you were placed in the middle of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like you to chime in on the fun with hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, check out this scenario. A woman wrote, I need a divorce within 30 days fast. My husband's sister passed away. Any plans on getting full custody of her kids full time? I never wanted any more kids. I hate being a parent and never wanted to be a stepmom. What would y'all do in this situation if your spouse was taking custody of three more children out? I think I would have more compassion and empathy than this woman. I mean, I get it, but it, I mean, it just happened. He just lost his sister. Like, like they just lost some kids, just lost their mom. Like, how can you be so sensitive, so insensitive, so definitive, so fast? You know, maybe he's taking them in just until they can figure out where they go next so that the state doesn't get them. Like, why does she have to think that because he's, you know, thinking about taking them in, that it's going to be permanent? I don't know. Something about this just didn't feel right to me. I do understand some people don't want kids and they married thinking that there wasn't going to be a possibility of having more kids. So that's what they signed up for. I get it. But this is an extreme circumstance. So in extreme circumstances, sometimes you have to just exercise a little bit more empathy. All right, Q, what would you do if you were in this situation? Take my ass to the divorce court, just like this lady. 
I'm gonna be very honest with you, and it sounds cold, but you know, I've done a lot of introspective work through Iyana Van Zandt and my therapist. I do not see anything wrong with her thought process or her sentiments. I am sorry that those kids' mom died, but that is not my problem. And the simple fact that, you know, people have their lives mapped out. We have one life to live. We don't know what this lady's reason for her disdain for children is, but we have the right to make the decision to say, I don't want to be the mother of three children. I don't want to, I don't children. This is my life and I get to choose that. I don't want to do it. And I think that it's actually the right thing to do because you bring these three children into the home, you resent them and you begin to treat them badly and poorly as a reflection of you being unhappy. Yes, it is cold. Yes, it is callous, but married or not, sometimes you have to do what is best for you. Because what is the alternative? Let's just say all things constant. It's a situation where he has to keep the children until they matriculate out of the household. Is she reasonably supposed to sit there and be unhappy for the next 8, 12, 11, 10 years taking care of children that she doesn't want to? I 100% understand her because I wouldn't do it either. All right. So since it's what would you do? Uh, I'm going to say I would stay. Um, I would deal with it. Um, I, I'm not marrying you for the situation we are now. I'm marrying you for to have be your partner through thick and thin, ups and downs, sickness and health. If I could be with you with through cancer and sicknesses, I should be there when your sister, someone who you love, those that's your family. And I may be unhappy, but I'll make up for it. Otherwise, you better take me on two more vacations a year, sir. We're gonna you ain't gonna have no money, child. <laughs> three kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for me personally, like I've I never had kids. You know, so for me, um, you know, where I stand in my life right now, I, I, it's easy for me to say that I, I would stick around because, you know, if I love you, I'm going to love your family. I may not be able to stand those kids, but I would, the thought of them being in foster care or maybe in some, a bad uh, situation would, would really hurt me. So child, kids uh, go to foster care every day, child. I know. <laughs> what's, not... three <laughs> what's, what's three more? What's three more? Let's hear a few of these comments before we go to the next thing. Uh, Kanisha Jones said, that's a lot to take on and it's not selfish. Sheree Hunt says, because it's her life as well, they'll probably do, do need a divorce if she's not equipped. Uh, African Bella said, she would probably be the main caretaker depending on how the husband did with the other kid. And, um, you know, the Ken Mender chief, the commander in chief said, we all know the burden would be on her. It's not fair. But imagine if those kids end up in a home where they get molested or killed. I, I would not be able to live with myself. No. I, that's me. That's a hey, it's called. What would you do? Y'all say what you do. I say what I do. And yeah. That's what it is. All right, take a look at this chart, this tweet. The church accidentally cash app you ten thousand dollars. You sending it back? Be honest. Go ahead, Q. Um, in my current financial situation, I would send it back. Um, if I wasn't in my current financial situation, I would take out what I need and send back the rest. Like if I was back, to, if I was backed up on my rent and I needed twenty five hundred, I would take out the twenty five hundred, send them what's left. And when Sister Lewis called my talking about where the rest of the money, I've been on told her ass, you ought to be glad I sent this back. Um, so that's what I'm just being honest. Okay, mm, Al, what would you do? I would send it back 
I would say this definitely if it's a church house that I tied at, that I participate in, that I that I am, you know, an active member. Oh, honey, if I tied, that's my money. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely send it back. Now, if it's just some random church that, you know, now Joel Osteen Church <laughs> cash at me $10,000 and I don't know who them folk is, I'm not sending it back until they ask for it. I'm sending it back. I don't need that money. And um, I would feel nervous that my karma would bite me in the ass if I did not. I get my karma immediately. Immediately. When I do something wrong, I get paid. I, it ain't down the line. It's the same day. And I'm too nervous about that. And um, I, I, have y'all ever sent money to the wrong person and then try to hit them for it back? I have. And they ignore you and they block it. I haven't did that. I, the one time I did oh. do it, it was pending. And because it was still pending and the person had to accept it, it gave me the option to reverse it. It is the worst feeling in the world when you you have to pay something and then you gotta go pay it again because they won't give it back. Was it a lot of money? Um, no, it was like it was like four hundred bucks, but that's a lot of money. Like, that's yeah, a so lot of money going to the wrong place. They just came up by four hundred dollars from a, <laughs> so I don't even use Cash App. I don't have Cash App anymore. So, mm. all right, y'all, coming up, find out the unexpected item a group of thieves stole from a front porch. This story is sad. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, soulmates, keep hitting that like button. We appreciate y'all. A member's family is distraught after enduring a double tragedy. After mourning the loss of their grandmother, the family discovered that her ashes have been stolen from their front porch. The ashes were delivered in a package, so the thieves likely did not realize what was in the package and just stole because that's what they do these days. Memphis was ranked the second worst city in the country for porch pirates. Monkey, can you believe this sad news story? You know, I, I would like to think that if ever I was a criminal to the point where I was taking stuff off of people porches that at like three o'clock in the morning, I would have took the ashes back. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I would have just took the ashes back. Like, it's just at some point you got to have a damn heart somewhere when you realize that it, it, it was ashes. I, I almost think it's one of those things where, you know, people be like, we won't even call the police or you just or just tell us where they at or just leave it, leave the ashes on somebody else's porch with the address that they should go to. But this is I just could not think about what the people are going through. It, 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 it's it's a double loss. It's a double loss. And the family did say they said, hey, just bring it back. No questions asked. We don't want to prosecute. We just want this back. Al, what do you think about this? And Justin, who is our producer from Memphis, he said, wait, no Memphis slander. You put this in the script, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just think it's unfortunate, but I think, you know what, just for all of us that live in homes, we just have to be better, especially if you live in Memphis, you should probably get a video doorbell or you should get an Amazon locker or you should get a lockbox for your house. And especially this family, because they talked about that they've had tons of packages stolen from them or they get tons of packages stolen from them all the time. So why would y'all be so irresponsible when you knew granny was on her way? Like either follow the package, be more responsible or get a lockbox or an Amazon um, um, locker. I just feel like this family should take some responsibility too for being so irresponsible. I agree, because they did say that. They said this happens to us a lot. So when you know something really valuable is coming, why would you? Uh, Shade said it's holiday season. There's going to be a lot of this. And Aries Diva 84 said it's a special place in hell for them. And Claudia, I want to answer one too. Uh, NHM's mom said, why would you have her ashes mailed? I don't know if you know this, but it's a very common practice for ashes to be mailed, especially if the person lives out of state and they were divvying up the ashes between family members. But as to why would you have them mailed? It is very common, extremely common for ashes to be mailed through the postal system. And let's stop blaming the victims. Why are you stealing from people's packages? Like, stop. <laughs> All right, check out this tweet. How do men grow up with single moms and don't have respect for women? Fellas, what do you think? Al, let's start with you. Um, I think this is a very deep conversation that we don't have a lot of time for. But to me, I would think that it's because they've never witnessed a healthy relationship between a man and a woman. And then just last week we covered this, or we had a story that we were supposed to cover that we never got to, which says that single mothers raise the most inmates and convicts. 72% of juvenile um, uh, murderers and 60% are rapists. This is a deeper conversation that probably needs a little more time. Agreed. Q, what do you think? You know, I 100% agree with Al. We don't even have enough time to delve into this topic. So I'm gonna put a pin in, in what I really wanna say and let us get to something we have time to get to for the rest of the night. All right, a woman discussed her thoughts on why most women chase bad boys. She said, we've been programmed to conform to being a victim. Women, we like to be the one that got done wrong. This is why we struggle with accountability. What is your take on this? Q, let's go to you first. I think that it might be right for some women. I don't think that, well, I'm not a woman. I can't speak for women. I, and I, I saw Love Dorsey's podcast. I love Love Dorsey on Facebook. Shout out to Love. I don't think that this applies to all women. I think that there are different re reasons why women search out bad guys or people that are not bad for them. And it's not a one size fits all thing. But I do think that there was something, cause I talk about it all the time about women having license to pain. I do think that there is a group of women out there that do like living in the house of victimhood. Well, I, I, I would have to say you have to really understand the root of this. So this is actually not a woman's issue. It's a man's issue. And this is a narrative created by white men as further back, as far back as mythology, Greek mythology. It's the knight in shine and armor syndrome. It's the damsel in distress um, syndrome. It's movies being made where the white man always had to um, save the, the woman. And it's just rubbed off on a lot of women. Um, I, I think it's funny that she says this is totally given pick me vibes. And I have all these stats about, you know, uh, women being sexually assaulted and raped and murdered and how many 442,000 women were raped or murdered. Uh, 
a lot of women are victims. Knock it off. We're going to have to talk about both these topics. I want to thank Alan Funky for joining me tonight. Stay tuned. Watch. Stay tuned for Crockett's Corner, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Have a good night, Summer.